Now that we're learning about these halachas of Ben Adam al-Haveri and Akaman hating, holding grudges, this week's parasha actually is unique in that parasha's kisetse, it has many mitzvahs which revolve around hating, not hating, loving, or not loving. And keeping the mitzvahs of Ben Adam al-Haveri, and this is a truth, regardless of whether we're talking about not taking revenge, not holding a grudge, uh, not hating another person, even if they did things to you, loving other Jews, uh, they're very, they can be very challenging. And when Nesiyanis come up, when things happen, it can be very, very difficult. And how does the Torah expect us not to hold grudges? How, does, how are we meant to just forget the pain that someone else has caused us and not react accordingly? It seems to be a very, very elevated level. And yet the Torah doesn't really distinguish. The Torah says you're 13 years old, you're 12 years old, uh, you're a girl you have to do this. <laughs> We're not given a choice. We're not saying, okay, work on it. You know, no, no, no. This is, this is a requirement, absolute requirement. And I think what we can see from the parasha, as we'll see in a moment, is two points. Number one, and this is, I find, to be quite inspiring, is that the Torah does have very elevated expectations of us, and that's just a fact. Uh, we don't even begin to understand what the Torah expects from us, and it's, it's an empowering thing. It means that we can do that. We are able if the Torah expects it of us, it means that we are capable of such elevated self-control and control over our emotions and control over our actions. So that's number one, and that's a very important thing to realize. It's within our abilities. But number two, and I think this is something we see in our parasha, is that the Torah doesn't necessarily want us to squash our emotions, because that's really impossible. We can't do that. You can't squash your emotions. You can't beat it down. You can't just forget about it. It's there, and it's there to stay. And, you know, it takes time. With time, maybe we can get past it, but it, it, for a while, it's going to be there. But what the Torah does want of us is that we should give strength to the other emotions, the positive ones, that they overpower the negative ones. The Torah wants our feelings of love for a fellow Jew, of compassion, of patience, uh, Rachmanis, all these positive emotion qualities that Jew, all Jews have, to be so much more powerful so that they overwhelm the negative feelings and therefore our actions will be governed by the positive emotions, not by our negative emotions. That's what Tara wants from us. Think of it this way. Uh, as parents, right, sometimes our children do things that cause us pain. And we, as children, did it to our own parents. We did things that caused them pain. But at no point, even in the heat of the misdeed, right, as the worst, the worst moment, there was no point that the love of our children and the love our parents had for us was diminished. And that love will always overcome any action that we would think to take, right? Obviously, the love would, would control it. Our actions would be determined by the love, which is so much more of an overpowering emotion than the hurt and the, the pain. Now, we don't forget the hurt. We don't, it's there, and it bothers us, and it's going to bother us, but our actions are going to be governed by the more powerful emotion, which is the love for our children. And that's what the Torah wants from us. In the middle of the parasha, the Torah t- uh, talks about four nations. It talks about that they want to join Klal as Gerim. Amoin and Moyav, those are grouped together. Uh, Edoim, right, Edoimim, the Esav's uh, children. And Mitzrayim, the Mitzrim. How do we treat them when they want to come and join Klal as Gerim? So let's see what they did to us, right? Let's just see what we know. Mitzrayim, we certainly know what they, we, they did to us, right? That's what we spend the night of Haggadah talking about. They enslaved us. They uh, killed us. They were cruel to us. They threw our babies into the river, right? For heaven's sakes. Now, Ammon and Moyev, they were pretty bad. 
right? They were pretty bad. They, uh, you could say they were just trying to defend themselves, but what they did was they refused to give us any kind of hospitality in the Midbar. They didn't give us food. They didn't give us drink. Not only that, they hired Bilam to try to curse us. That didn't work. They didn't hire Bilam to try to make us sin, and that did work. Lastly, Edaim, many people don't even know what they did, but what they did do was that they were on the border of Eretz Yisrael, uh, we needed to get through somehow to get to Eretz Yisrael, and they not only refused us entry in, through their land, they stood at the border with swords and shields and ready to wage war, saying, like, don't, dear, don't you dare come close or we'll kill you. So that's what each one of them did. So none of them, were, none of them are great friends of us, right? The Mitzrim not great friends, Adam is not a great friend, Ammon and is not a great friend. But... Look what the Torah commands us. The Torah says, Ammon and Mayav, the ones who refused you food and drink, the ones who tried to hire Bilam. He says, distance them. We can't, if you accept them as Gerim, they can't marry, ever marry into Klai Yisrael. They have to just stay within themselves. Don't look to have peace with them. Don't look to have any of their good. Don't, don't try to help them at all. Why? Because they're ungrateful wretches. Why are they so ungrateful? Because hundreds of years, 500 years earlier, Avram Avinu saved light. Avram Avinu is the father of our nation, Light's the father of their nation, Avram Avinu saved his life. What kind of ungrateful people would not act appropriately and help out the, father, the, the, the children of the people that saved your forefather? Therefore, forget about them, don't help them, don't accept them as Gerim, don't let them marry into Klai Yisrael. They're off the table. Edoim, however, the Pasik says, don't hate the Edoimi, don't hate them. Even though they demonstrated quite a bit of animosity to Klai Yisrael, they hate Klai Yisrael, they showed Klai Yisrael they hated them, don't hate them. Why? They're your brothers. Why are Edoimim our brothers? Because, again, hundreds of years ago, Esav and Yaakov were brothers, not anymore, we're not related to them at all, but hundreds of years later, don't hate them. What? If they come to be Gerim, after three generations, they can marry into Klai Yisrael. Mitzrim, Loisasai of Mitzri. Don't hate the Mitzrim. Why shouldn't you hate the Mitzrim? Again, because Gerim Yisim Ba'atzai. They hosted us, right? They, uh, they, we, uh, we, we had the benefit of living in Mitzrayim, so we have to show Akar Satayv, we have to show so, some, some gratefulness for the fact that they hosted us in their land. And that therefore the Torah says you can't hate them, and you have to help them, and how it applies, different opinions in Rishonim, exactly what we do, but somehow or another the Torah says don't hate them, and do help them. So it, it's very difficult to understand, you know, these requirements of hatred and love. Now, in the end of the parasha, of course, we have the mitzvah to eradicate Amalek, right? So then we have to hate. Now, what did they do? They attacked us. Okay, so as we see, that's not such a big deal, right? If people attack us, we still don't necessarily hate them. But, they don't fear God. Then they're off the table, right? You have to, we have to wipe them out. Uh, them, and Kisei Shalom, it's a mitzvah to keep the hatred strong in our heart. Now, there's a fascinating medrash over there in the end of the parish by Amalek. It says, the Pasuk can tell him, Don't be like a horse uh, or like a mule that doesn't understand. So the medrash says, what does that mean? Don't be like a, a horse that doesn't understand. So the medrash says, referring to a wild, untrained horse. So this wild, untrained horse doesn't let you get near it. And it doesn't make a difference what you're doing. You're feeding the horse, it tries to kick you. You're trying to comb the horse's hair, help it. It tries to kick you. You try to make it cool it down. It kicks you. It doesn't care. It doesn't understand. It always is just attacking you. And so, so uh, Klaus, the, the, the Medrash says, Hashem is telling Klaus, well, don't be like that horse, that untrained wild horse that doesn't understand and just keeps on kicking out at everybody. No, you have to be a discerning nation. Those who are good, 
be good to, those who are bad, be bad to. Don't hate the Adaimim. They're good, don't hate them. Amalek, they're bad, hate them. Right. So now, what we see is that not only is the Torah saying that we shouldn't hate the Adaimim, which we think, okay, very elevated level, he's our brother, uh, for some reason we can't hate them, the Torah is saying, if you hate them, then I compare you to a wild, untrained horse. <laughs> That's how unintelligent you are. That's how little understanding you have of what you are required, what we are required to do, is that if we can't understand that but that, that 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 balance of emotions of who to hate and who to who not to hate, Altiukasus uh, Kafar will com- uh, compare it to a wild untrained horse. So you know you think of it in these terms, like yeah, you have a, a brother or a sister or a cousin or an uncle or an aunt, and they send you an email that you don't get along with them, and they send you an email saying like this: I don't want to ever see you again. I don't ever want to see you again. Uh, even if you're stuck in the streets, 12 o'clock at night, we're nowhere to, nowhere to go, sleep in the gutter, don't you dare knock on my door, if you knock on my door, I'm going to call the police, and I'm going to press charges, and this is the last communication we'll ever have, so now the terrorist says, okay, it's true, they displayed animosity, they are your brother, but, it's your brother, if they need help, help them, keep the love in your heart, that's exactly what the terrorist told us to do with the daimim, and they are brothers from 500 years ago, but that's what the terrorist said, they displayed horrible animosity to us, they didn't let us in, we needed to go through, they, they, they threatened to kill us, and the terrorist says, no, harbor love. Achichahu. So I think, and, and Rashi really says this, Rashi really points this out, the, the terrorist is not saying, forget the fact that they hate us. The terrorist is not requiring us to forget what they did. But what the terrorist is requiring us is that you are Jews, and Jews have a, a, an appreciation for family, achichahu. And that appreciation for family is such a powerful appreciation, it's so strong, the, 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 the values we have, the value we place on, on family, on the value we place on Akara Satayi should be so overwhelming that it simply wipes out the negative emotions. So yeah, of course they did something terrible. Of course they're, they're, they displayed animosity and we're not meant to forget that. And Rashi says, you know, you, you, there's a limit on how much uh, kindness you have to show them. However, the Torah still expects that you're a Jew. And a Jew knows what a family is all about. And a Jew appreciates what family is. A Jew appreciates Akar Satayim. We're called Yehudim. Hapam es Hashem. Our whole life is revolves around showing Akar Satayim to Kaddish Baruch Hu for everything that he does for us. Akar Satayim is the highest level and the most important madrega in our minds. So if we have that in our heart, that's the strongest emotion possible, the Torah says. So that will dictate. And that should dictate your actions. Not that we should have to erase the, the, the negative feelings, they're there. But what's going to dictate how we act? What dictates how we act are the inherent qualities, the beautiful qualities that are the fiber of every Jew. Hakar Satayv, love, Ahavas Chaverim, Ahavas These are the, the, the milus and the, the qualities that are really part of us. And the Torah has that expectation of us that we will act according to our stronger qualities and those will overpower any of the negative ones and our actions will be dictated accordingly. So we won't take Nakama. We won't hold a grudge. We won't act upon our grudges because the Ahavas Chaverim will be just too strong. Our appreciation for what other Jews do for us, for what Hashem does for us, it'll be just too strong. Our bitachin will be too strong, and it won't allow us to take actions based on our negative emotions. Have a uh, good night and a wonderful Shabbos.